about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Who Cares, everybody? Who cares from the couch? Yeah, we're doing an episode from the couch. It's me, my wife, Ross, and our dog, Peggy Hookworm, over here. Are you wheezing? Yeah, that's weird, right? <laughs> Let me cough that out. I'll cough that out. <coughs> You're like... <gasps> I'm taking Chinese herbs right now for my moisture chi. Your There's, bronchioles. Yeah, my bronchioles. I'm taking a three-nut extract along with some other... But we don't Secret know, herbals. We don't actually know if that's what it is, right? Because he was like, oh, I just threw some stuff in the bottle. Well, he said there is that in there, but there are other things mixed in. Welcome uh, to a new episode, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. How you been, everybody? What's your life like? What's happening? Are you on your way to work right now? Have you rate reviewed and sub- subscribed yeah have you subscribed to this podcast You've probably subscribed but you may not have rated and reviewed it so just take a sec we've sort of plateaued on the ratings for, for <laughs> months now it said uh, 33 ratings uh, i think we're at five stars this is a five-star podcast can you believe you're oh listening to a five-star podcast congratulations everybody you're listening to a five-star podcast that's right welcome to the five-star podcast who cares about ross and patrick a show about a married couple in brooklyn new york and their dog and their lives Um, you know what also about a five-star podcast is like, if the rating goes down, then you know people are like actually listening. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) we are not just friends with these people. Uh, We think they have potential, so we're going to take the time to rate. Then people have like, people care enough, they listen and they either like it or don't like it and they got... To pick a star. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually looking for that three star rating. Who's got it for me? Yeah, who's got a who's got a moderate to medium light uh oh, rating I'm, for us? I'm sure I could generate a three. Who's got a middle of the road rating for us? I'm sure somebody could really take me or leave me. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you're too much for a lot of people, I bet. How and I'm probably not enough. So dare you. I mean, I feel like we've covered this topic and you've you've said that I can say that. Well, I'm your husband, uh, so I can, you just know, I can a, dabble. Just a symbol of the patriarchy sitting next to me here on the couch. Oh, Peggy, yeah. Let's pack our shit and get the fuck out of here. Um, well, right at the top, let's say this is somebody's first episode. I was thinking, who you is this? That. Who is this show for? You love that. Who is this show? What is this show about? Who would enjoy getting to know you and I? And uh, off the top of my head, I'm just thinking, I don't know, people with herpes. We have herpes. Oh, uh, revisiting some hot goss. Yeah, well, uh, there's a comedian who she just put out her. She's doing a podcast and she finally came out publicly as as a, being a herpes a fellow survivor, herps. a herpes survivor, another herpes survivor. <laughs> we were all going down on the herpes uh, Titanic, and we all got out. And, yeah, and realized it wasn't that big of a deal. And, and there are life preservers available. And like literally everything's fine. But yeah, like there's the herpes, there's the polyamory, yep. the open marriage, there's yep. the infidelity survival. <laughs> 
I've been writing. I, I had a writing session today and I was about writing infidelity? about some of the infidelity, the infidelities. Um, uh, so it's on my mind. Okay. Uh, what else about us? Uh, sober people and recovery. Sober people. We met in recovery. Uh, oh, and the both, latest news. Hold on. Oh. We're both freelancers with not like typical jobs. Yeah. Maybe more typical these days, but still like neither of us have paid maternity leave oh my gosh guys <laughs> we need the paid maternity so subscribe and rate yes, okay please. it would be great we have another mouth to feed we just got peggy to feed in yeah. may yeah our dog peggy is only five months our dog is that six the, does that math coming work up on out six coming up on six yeah. uh and now we have a child on the way so we a are child soon to be parents we are dog parents soonish soonish and we just we just like doing a podcast. We talk about what's going on in life. We talk about how we're dealing with things. We talk about how we're rolling with the punches. So if you're uh, if you just rolling. need need a hang in your earbuds, uh, <laughs> let us be your earbuds, okay, man? Man, dude, let us be your earbuds, man. Hey, bud, happy Monday, bud. Hope you had a good weekend, man. Um. But shout out to the people that are listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we're still, I still get people coming up to me, like random people from work and, you know, work friends and things like that that are like, oh yeah, I've been listening all the time. Casey Trudeau. She's been listening oh, to us. Casey. She's been listening to us on her workouts in the morning. Best eyebrows east of the Mississippi River. <laughs> you hear that case? Oh, so uh, good. So expressive um, and rich. Kirsten, uh, also number number oh one, God. number two fan. I finished those chocolate covered dates out in Ontario, California this week. Did you? And, uh, they really saved the day. They did I was not like, go to waste. No, they're so good. I'm going to buy more of those things. That's great. Kirsten dropped off some chocolate covered dates as a part of uh, Ross's pregnancy care package. Uh, and, and I uh, was like, dates. And then Patrick oh, was figs, like. Oh, figs, figs. Oh, figs. I was like figs. Now, what's I'm, the difference between a fig and a date? Uh, Who knows? And Patrick was like, "Oh, I'll eat those." Oh yeah, don't you, put, you worry. You put chocolate on it. I'm gonna eat it. I'm such a finicky. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a, like a total finicky eater, but I've got my my things. Well, especially right now, your body is like right now. Really, I am. Uh, throwing an over overhaul. Yes, and you were nice enough to set up the microphone so that we could just lay on the couch. I've did not have to move to record which there is something about the face-to-face -face. having to tr well no the face-to-face -face is good but having to transfer to that cold seat yeah was like you just saying you want to do it right here i immediately was like okay i'm fine with recording now yeah you were in but it's something about having to move over to that table. I was like, oh, it's homework it's all but now i get peggy's fucking between my legs I'm oh yeah Laying on the couch, I didn't have to move. I've been, I'm in my fucking velour tracksuit. Yeah, tell us about the tracksuit. Who are you wearing? <laughs> I treated myself to a designer. They call it a tracksuit, but I feel like tracksuit evokes the wrong image because to me, that's like a hoodie zip situation. It's like a leisure loungewear situation. Yeah, it's like a sweatsuit loungewear thing. Uh, the designer's name is Susie Condi. Uh, that's S-U-Z-I. 
K-O-N-D-I, Susie Condi. Mm -hmm. Uh, And after I worked a fuckload in September and got a big paycheck, I decided to treat myself to this overpriced sweatsuit. (laughs) Well, congratulations, hon. But it's great. I love it. I'm going to wear the fuck out of it. So I'm feeling really great about the purchase. Um, what was I like, going to say? Oh, but that reminded me because earlier today we were talking about how bad we have been with money in the oh, past. Yeah, yeah. And this, this was like an expensive thing that I don't know. I, I don't take it lightly. Let's, you know, do you want to share how much you paid for this sweatsuit? I mean, it's essentially no, a sweatshirt and sweatpants. I don't want to share. If people care enough, I t- I said the designer name, they can find it for themselves. Conditori, did you say? You see what I'm dealing with, everybody? Marie Kondo? He's like, Joyce Leslie? What did you say? <laughs> Joyce Leslie Pool Supplies. Shout out to our favorite store on 17K in New Jersey, America. It's not pool supplies. It's like a dead, like, it's a shut down women's clothing store. What am I thinking of? I don't fucking know. Leslie, goddamn moron. There is a Leslie pool supply store. Joyce Leslie was a store here in Manhattan that Heather and I used to make fun of all the time because we thought it was the most insane name for a clothing store. I think so, we should put Joyce and Leslie in the running as baby names. <laughs> Why don't we just call it Joyce Leslie? You know what? If you leave us a kind review and you, in your review, you put a baby name suggestion in there. We will take it under uh, consideration. Wow. What a gift. You're really no, offering our come listeners on, be a honest, lot. Be honest. You've, you've definitely. Come on, be honest. Be honest. You've suggested baby names to people and you're like, I hope they pick it. That will be my legacy. I've, ne- I've never suggested a baby name to a person. You've never had that uh, ego no. trip. No. I think I've suggested baby names. Or oh, I've, I'm sure you have. That lines up with how you do quite well. Yeah, I'm just like throwing ideas. You're like, hey, ideas. Sarah. She's like, my name is Jennifer. Yeah, Sarah. Well, let me just recommend. <laughs> you're pregnant? She's like, nope. I'm like, wow, you look great for being pregnant. Uh, can let me... Hi, have you ever thought about the name Patrick? Huh? Are you trying to say I put my foot in my mouth a lot? I'm just saying I could like see how that... Would transpire. Would transpire. <laughs> Maybe more... At a different time in your life when you were like, oh, true blue bozo. Just wheeling and dealing <laughs> and like, shucking and driving out there. Just like, I'm a charming white dude. Can't I just charm everybody? Oh, let me tell you my ideas, everyone. Yeah. Unsolicited. Um, do you see these cool spikes I've got in my hair? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. That's used to, my actual hair. I used to gel it up. It? I used to gel it up, everybody. But it was making me... We were talking about this sweatsuit and how poorly we've spent money in our youth when we like, it felt like we got a big paycheck because I was saying I got a big paycheck and that's why I allowed myself to have a little treat. And, um, and you were saying how you got a thousand dollar paycheck in college. Yeah. So summer after sophomore year of college, I was an orientation coordinator. I got bumped up from orientation leader to coordinator. Wow. And that meant you got paid. You got the free dorm room and you got paid a $1,200 stipend. Sick. Which meant you don't get paid all summer long. You get paid when the job is done. Uh, and it's like a flat amount of money for an insane amount of work. 
But to me, I was like twelve hundred dollars. I am rich. Yeah, and loaded. it is two thousand and two. Uh, so what do I need? Or no, it's 2001. This was pre 9-11, you guys. Wow, you're old. The summer before 9-11 happened, I was like, you know what I need oh, with this $1,200? junior, right? Yeah, I was going into yeah. junior year. I'm like, I need a velour sweatsuit. Not just any velour sweatsuit, but a... A Nietzsche velour <laughs> sweatsuit, royal blue with a racing stripe Not down the blue, side. Not royal blue, navy blue. Should I go put it on for the sake of the camera? After we're done recording. No, I'm saying like maybe I go put it on and I record in the Nobody's ever going to see And these. then we will both be in velour well, suits. That, well, no, you shouldn't do it for recording because nobody's going to fucking see this footage. However. But also I should mention. You it could put cost- it on. You could put it on. And that'll be our photo for the week. Oh, okay. In our velour suits. I think I paid, I want to say it was at least $200. Damn! So like, you know, I don't know, what is that? 20% of my check went to that. And then God knows what else. Probably just to beer and booze. Uh, God, remember when $1,200 in college was like so much I thought it was a ton of money. And now I'm like, fuck, I need... To make twelve hundred dollars, uh, or else you know the bank is gonna call. Is this oversharing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, I'm in so much debt. Anyway, uh, we're so, having a baby. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> um, and I was saying when I went to grad school for a hot second in two thousand. This was in the beginning of, or no, the end of two thousand eight. Uh. The market's just crashed. The market has crashed. That's so true, though. For you individually and for the globe. But I remember, like, I do think about that often. Like, somebody said something recently about, oh, I lived through the market crashing. And I was like, I remember just thinking, like, who cares? I'm in grad school. (laughs) (laughs) Also, who cares? I'm in grad school and my life is crashing down around me. Yes, It was hence... Not hence. No hensing. Uh, If you're not familiar with this tale of woe, this is how I bottomed out on drugs and alcohol listeners. Uh, So I I had already decided I was going to live off of student loans because I was going to school full time. And once that six grand appeared in my bank account that was supposed to last me about five months of living until the next installment. Uh, and I, you didn't have a dorm, so that meant that was for rent and food, etc. Yeah, I was like living a New York City adult life. Like That's that was crazy. supposed to be. That was supposed to just be what I lived on. And there was a loan, not a grant. Yeah, it was a loan that I'm still paying. <laughs> <laughs> so the money comes into your checking account, and I'm just like, yes, bitch. And I'd been waiting tables up until that point, but like I needed that money. Yeah, and. I immediately went and bought a pair of Ray-Bans and an iPod Nano that I had engraved. (laughs) And then you went, what did you have it engraved with, REM? I don't even remember. I gave it to Heather like years later. I should ask her if she still has it. Who the fuck knows? Did you do the thing where you put on the Ray-Bans and put in your iPod Nano and just like was grooving down the street and you were like, I am about to be in grad school. I'm living my dreams. I don't even think I was thinking about the grad school part. 
which was, and, the, which was the problem. And the Nano, you had to very manually load songs onto. From your computer, yeah. Yeah. So what were some of the hits that you were putting on the Nano? Oh, God. I don't remember. I have, I have no idea. 2008? I'm going to guess Block Party. Mm, that was a little earlier. Uh... 2008 what was i fucking tv on the radio to? yeah there probably was some tv on the radio there probably some saint vincent probably some radio head and this is because i was very maudlin also during that time and this you know? is like literally months before you finally quit drinking so like a few yeah. months before this was like september and i quit in march yeah, so you're like you're just like uh But it was like splurging. You're having a money splurge and a Well, that's because sanity the, splurge. The rush of getting that money was so intense and then quickly I very quickly realized how in over my head I was in graduate school. So then it was just like I was just like in full denial, yeah. like getting bombed, like it really was the absolute worst. Just waking up every day being like what have you gotten yourself into? Yeah. So many stupid emails lying about, like, it's really crazy when I think about it. Yeah. Like all the shirking of responsibility I was doing, like, and I would just wait for like the sun to go down. So I was like drinking time and nobody could reach me. Like nobody would be emailing or calling to like find out anything about me. Yeah. You know? So that's what I was up to. Oh man, and that was that's so interesting because September you were entering grad school and I had just quit drinking like two weeks before at the end of August. Mm. So I was somewhere in Williamsburg, uh, not hating, drinking, hating life, not drinking. I was running over to the McCarran Park track in my high top basketball Air Force Ones, <laughs> jogging, <laughs> jogging for miles, miles and miles of just. <laughs> Jogging in the worst sneakers possible yeah, like for God, your feet. God forbid you buy running sneakers in this. Yeah. This new turn of your life. I'm like, I don't, I don't drink anymore. I just run and I go to therapy once a week. I've heard there's meetings that can help, but I think running is the better program. Running straight away from everything. Yeah. Just running with everything at my back. Keep uh, those knees up in those Air Force yeah. ones. Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, this wasn't, you know, the intention was not to do a, a sober qualification episode, but here no. we are. Well, what I wanted to talk about are some of Peggy, our dog's bodily functions oh, no. at the moment. Last week, we're hanging smooth, out on the couch. Smooth transition. Yeah. Talk about life falling apart. Peggy's <laughs> body is decomposing or something inside no. of her bunghole. Because the other night we're sitting, having a nice family evening, watching some TV. And all of a sudden, it smells like somebody took all the pots and pans in the house, put them in the oven with some cleaning solution in them. And the most metallic smell, pungent metallic smell I've ever smelled. Like sickening metallic. Just came over us. I can think of exactly what it smelled like right now. It was so specific. (laughs) Yeah. And... Right away, I had the intuition that it was her butthole glands, her anal glands. He had the intuition, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> I was a dog dad previously. And he is... I was um, a dog stepdad. He's a practicing vet technician, unlicensed. Yes, much like you are a practicing <laughs> therapist, unlicensed. Correct. 
Uh, I'm thinking about getting into at-home acupuncture with no license, by the way. That sounds great. Anyway, we get this <laughs> smell. Something's going on in Peggy's body. We couple of Googles. Turns out that is what it is. Her glands. <laughs> but you typed in metallic dog farts. Yeah, and it like <laughs> finished the search. Like other people have been searching that smell. Oh. Uh, so that's happening. You took her to the vet on Friday. Turns out she has hookworm. I mean, it's always something with this fucking mischievous bitch. But hookworm, I want and... <laughs> My dog has. So if you are a person listening and you also want hookworm, I will sell you my dog's poop. Okay. Yeah. Because. How are you going to get the hookworm in you though? You put the poop in these capsules and you swallow it. Ew. That's what the guy did. So if you're unfamiliar, there was a very famous episode of This American Life. What other bullshit might be in her poop that's going to like kill you? If this makes my allergies and asthma go away, I don't care. I will take (laughs) the hepatitis C. I will take. She gets like weird. I'll take the tapeworms. I don't care. Give me that hookworm. I want them feeding on my inner guts. Because because the hookworms they nibble on the inside of your large intestines. Because many you heard of your, this on this American Life. Yes, this guy purposely went to Africa and he walked around in the latrine pools to purposely get the hookworm parasite in his feet. And when they come in your feet, they travel up into your body. I'm gonna vomit in your gut, and then they nibble on the inside of your large intestine, and they create some kind of chain enzyme. reaction and enzymes that trigger certain antihistamines that create a balance in your system. It just seems like you shouldn't like like walking in latrines probably doesn't seem like the safest way to go about it. Well, he somehow knew that if he did that Sounds like an, an eccentric man. He was and he also did these studies and he was like, yeah, no one in Africa has asthma. They don't have. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me. They this. don't have uh, the one celiac. They don't have any mm. of these major um, autoimmune disorders. Sure. Uh, and it's but be- a number of things we don't have. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but we basically it comes from our society being too clean. Like right. Right. When you know the advent of uh, antibiotics and yeah, good cleaning supplies, Windex, you know, medical miracles like that. Uh, we're, we're too clean. Miracles. We're too clean, and our bodies are too spoiled now. Yeah, people be getting infections in the hospitals all the fucking time. Yeah, that's what I was. List- I was watching um an old Lisa Ling doc on CNN called "This Is Birth," mm. and they were talking about uh, C sections and. She's had two and she scheduled her second one for her second child. She scheduled it. Uh, And that was kind of part of the conversation was like, you know, how things have changed with women. We're busy people with lots going on. And like some people want to schedule these things so that it's just like taken care of. Hmm, When do I want to have birth to my child? Let me see what's open next week. I get it, but it is also very strange to me. Uh, But she and she did all this reporting on like vaginal birth is far less risky for all these number of reasons, yada, yada. Uh, But she had a C-section and she ended up getting an infection in the hospital. And then Lisa did. Yeah. Like from the surgery and then like recovery was like awful. And 
she said that she regrets having a c-section she wished that she should like she had just let it run its course yeah uh but that her first c-section went really well anyway hospitals weird me out and then i was like should i have a home birth like what am i doing going to a hospital yeah i'll go to the hardware store get some tarp and <laughs> plastic wrap we'll get a garden hose i mean i trust our doctor's practice like for it to feel like a holistic communicative experience mm-hmm. but will they come to our house no no, no, no. But that was like what this whole thing was, is that you have to pay out of pocket for those things because health insurance won't cover any of that sort of at-home birth shit. Oh. Uh, well, I We're going to have a doula. I'm willing to give it a shot. Like, I'll get one of those uh, headlamps. You know, <laughs> I think my brother has like five or six of them. You know what? Let's get PJ over here in his rucksack. He can bring some supplies. He could probably deliver a baby. Like he, he could probably get a couple medical supplies from work. Like maybe some stuff fell off a truck and yeah, bring stuff the, fell off a truck. and then bring, uh, I think he's got two rucksacks so he can bring the one he doesn't use as much and you can birth directly into the rucksack. <laughs> the baby can come out of your rucksack and go into a rucksack. Wow. By the way, I'm, that sounds like a birth plan. And then we just zip it up. Throw and, it on uh, your back, head home. Yeah. Oh, no, we'll already be we'll home. We'll be home, but yeah. we'll, I don't know, bring it outside. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do is bring him outside right away. <laughs> yeah, as soon as possible. Especially in Bushwick. I mean. Well, we got to get the defenses up. We could be, yeah, like the microbials. Yeah. We want to get some Bushwick microbes on it as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll roll it around in the fucking Maria sewer, Hernandez Park. The sewer water that collects every time it rains see outside we, of Tony's Pizza. See if we can't get some chicken bones on that baby. This is not the season for chicken bones. Thank God. I'm actually, I'm loving that there is far less food trash everywhere right now. Yeah, it's pretty great. Walking Peg is a dream. She only eats acorns. She's not even doing that that much lately. I took her down Acorn Alley earlier today. She went to town. She, you gotta be vigilant. You gotta see where that little head of hers is going. I know. She's always pulling and tugging. But it would be cool to birth the child in this apartment and then... If it's on the summer solstice, because it could be June 21st if you're a few, a few days, days late. late yeah. uh, we birth the baby into the bathtub or into the sink or whatever we got to do. Into the sink. Uh, we we <laughs> cut that cord and then you hobble and I walk to the elevator. We go up to the fifth floor roof deck and then we hold the child up to the moon. and Simba we style. Do, yeah, like Simba. Oh, is Simba a cute name for a kid? No. Are there any Simbas? Hun. Rate, review, subscribe, suggest Simba in your <laughs> review. Simba. That's definitely appropriation in some way. But we raise the baby up to the moon that maybe is a full summer solstice moon. Wow. And we do some kind of witch chant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a hose upstairs uh, for hose the plants. Spray the kid off. Let the detritus go down onto the street. And then maybe your placenta gets dumped into one of the plants and we see if the neighbors complain oh they're definitely complaining (laughs) not sure if you listen to episode 44 about Roofgate 2018 they're definitely complaining they're like some people some people didn't read the placenta policy their stools moved everywhere (laughs) and I'm finding a thin film of something everywhere I step the chaise lounges are covered in (laughs) mucus plugs and blood Oh, mucus plugs. 
Anywho. There's baby grease all over the picnic table. We'll probably give birth in a hospital. <laughs> I think we, let's do a Bushwick home birth. I just feel at like the, our apartment At the is, house of yes. We'll get a pool, <laughs> like a kiddie pool, put it on the stage, get that disco ball going. I think, uh, you know, as we get further along, we can talk to the people. I also am not like opposed to an epidural. Like I'm not going in being yeah, like. That's free lapse. What? Epidural? Yeah. Well, do you get any psychoactive effects? No. Uh, it's like you're in such horrific pain that at least you're just like not in my numbing oh, yeah, pain anymore. Anesthesia. Uh, it like numbs you from. Uh, Tits it's like down. A, it's like a spinal tap or whatever. Yeah, I've seen them administered. I, um, I remember filming some episodes. So I'm not. I'm not going in being like this has to be natural. There's always um the anesthesiologist, the couple epidurals that I filmed, they there's always some kind of like winky tongue in cheek joke about uh are uh, you ready for a cocktail? You're gonna love this one. Like drinking like specific to drinking related. Uh I'll make sure to tell them none of no bad jokes, please, during admi- administering please do not make my wife roll her eyes once during this birthing experience like she's already gonna be going through so much please don't annoy her with bad dad jokes yeah keep it to yourself doc god what's and it gonna me. be like huh it's you want to be... you want to run errands yeah i just don't want to be there uh, maybe jen can come and danielle britta you can have your birthing witch team mm-hmm I'll uh I'll like bake some stuff at home. I'll have the house ready. Give me a to-do list in the house. Um what else, hon? Well, um <laughs> Thursday night everybody I'll be performing at Pangea on 11th Street and Avenue oh, B. Pangea. I'm doing a storytelling comedy show and I'm going to tell a very funny story about a thing that happened to me. It relates to sexual things. Uh, things that happened to me uh i don't know this story do i i mean i'm sure i know it but i didn't know that you were well, working on the it. producer requested the porno tape story oh so it's it's that story i wanted to do a more current sexual story yeah, like a sex party story yeah but i'm working on that for another show uh but yeah, that's Thursday night. And then Sunday night, I'll be at Climate Lounge on the 10 o'clock show. I think it's called Better Than Church. And they give a free beer to anybody that comes for the show. You heard it here, newly sober people. You feel like relapsing for free. Yeah, bro. Uh, Not recommending it. I'm just joking. That's a joke. Um, What else? Uh, Comedy related... Oh, uh, Friday night. So Thursday night in the East Village, Friday night in Astoria, Queens at the QED Comedy Cafe. That's not what it's called. QED Astoria. (laughs) Friday night, 930 show called End of the Line Comedy. I've been producing that show there for uh, this month is the five year anniversary of doing that show. Are you serious? Isn't that insane? I literally thought you were going to say like one or two years when you were about to say how long it had been. No, I've been doing that show for five years, which is crazy. That Um, is crazy. And that's always a fun time. Phil Valentine now helps me produce that show. And I just adore Phil. Oh, we should have him on. He's great. 
He's great. He's a good man. He's an educator. I'm loving his social media these days. I'm, oh. I'm commenting on him all the, the time. The best polls on Instagram. He does. Um, what did he say? Cookies versus ice cream. You have to choose one. I know what you would have chosen. Oh, what a fucking dick. That's such a that's such a mean question to put. But somebody- I, without hesitation, I I said cookies. What? But that's me. I like cookies. You, you can like get ice cookies cream. and cream ice cream. You can get nah. chocolate chip cookie dough I, ice cream. If I could not have fresh, like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies ever again, I can't live like that. You know, I think you and I should have a TV show and one of our segments will be like experiments, like kind of like, um, what is that show where it's the two guys doing like prove it or not prove it? Uh, it's like... Prove it. What is that show? It's called Prove It. No. It's uh <laughs> it's like tech nerds. Um It's like Mythbusters. Mythbusters, yes. I would like to prove do an experiment. <laughs> prove it or not prove it. No, we need to catch your name. Uh I would like to do an experiment where we get several pints of chocolate chip cookie dough uh-huh. and we eat all the ice cream except I don't even like chocolate chip cookie dough no we eat around the cookie dough okay uh-huh. we eat everything except the cookie dough pellets oh and then you and then we the cram pellets? them together and we mix them up and we see if we could bake cookies out of that cookie dough I bet you I mean why wouldn't you be able to because I have a feeling they don't put raw eggs in there they don't but that doesn't mean you can't still bake that I it, who, well that's why we have to prove it or not prove it <laughs> That's our pitch, everyone. Prove it or not prove it. I mean, it. that's just a great segment right there. That prove is a great, it or not prove and it. And we're just sitting there eating all that ice cream, hating ourselves. Uh, it's we're like doing that anyway. Every we might as well record it, yeah. Oh, my God. I, my, I'm doing it more with pizza, though. My Chinese herbal medicine acupuncturist uh, really wants me to stop eating dairy. So I am eating ice cream every night to defy him. <laughs> Yeah, but they all want us to stop eating dairy. Like that's Why like the first thing. That's like the first thing people they want you to stop eating dairy and sugar. Like whenever in the holistic worlds. Yeah. Since this is kind of like your first like continuous foray. Like when it comes to like skin, chi, like, oh, you've got inflammation. They're like, Well, are you eating a lot of dairy and sugar? I'm like, Yeah, all day, my like, life. Those are my <laughs> life forces. <laughs> No, this morning I was in the bathroom like wheezing. I wake up wheezing every day now for like the last year and a half and I hate it. I'm like, I want to not have asthma anymore. So I've been using my asthma pump a lot, which is not good. You shouldn't be like relying on these medicines. Stop relying on that asthma pump. So I tell him about it and he's like, well, what's your diet like? I tell him and I, and he's like, yeah, I bet, you know, if you take these herbs and you stop dairy, and and sugar. He never did say sugar, but he. But dairy, I have heard about that being related to like bronchial issues. Yeah. And and this morning I was feeling that way and I have the thought every day. I'm like, I should just commit to this because I don't want to feel this way and then I'll feel better. But then the witching hour comes around this time of night because we're recording Sunday at like nine o'clock right now. And this is I'm like, well. What else am I going to do? I should go out on a high note tonight. I had a nice day. I got my writing done. But if it was a low note, you would also want to go out. Yeah. So anyway, there's that going on. Uh, I've been getting some real torturous 
deep muscle massage on my calves for my foot pain <laughs> from this Chinese acupuncturist. Uh, he is going to fucking town on my calves. Yeah. Uh, and I have an appointment there again on Tuesday. And, uh, and I'm going tomorrow to get my jaw worked on. We're a real mess. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll go with you. Maybe I'll see if I can slide in. Tomorrow, We I've got acupuncture and then we've got couples therapy after a long hiatus going back back and back, our back therapist doesn't know therapy. that we're pre- that i'm pregnant i hate when people say we're oh pregnant. we're pregnant we're expecting <laughs> well we're expecting yeah. um so you know we're hoping she'll be really excited yeah, we're, she mostly, will. we're mostly going just to see her subdued response yeah she's uh she doesn't give a lot. No. But but we get a lot. But when she gives us something, it feels really good. It does. You know, it when does. you get a laugh out of her? Yeah. I She's loosened up with us a lot since yeah. we started with her. Yeah. She's making a lot of progress. <laughs> this is Ro- Dr. Ross Martineau. Unlicensed. Practicing therapist. Unlicensed. The doctor is in. Sliding uh, scale. <laughs> Yes, I'm sliding scale. Um, It's anywhere between zero (laughs) dollars and thousands of dollars. Usually zero because it's just me giving advice that no one asked for. I got asked advice that someone did ask for this week. And I was very pleased because it was was none other than friend of the show, David Martineau. Oh. So a lot of times he does not want my advice, but he sought it. Out. Was this confidential? Yeah, I won't get into the tea, but it was about relationships. It's almost time to have him back on the show because it's almost Thanksgiving season. Oh, he actually did request that we do... Bring the gear? A Christmas episode. Wow. But we don't know what we're doing for Christmas. I mean, I assume we'll get to my parents at some point, but... uh, But yeah, he would like to come on for some sort of holiday edition. That'll be nice. Um... But he's only going to be there for Thanksgiving, so it might be kind of crammed in. What's he doing for Christmas? I mean, probably at my parents. Oh, you're saying he'll only be there for Thanksgiving on the day of Thanksgiving. Yes. We are thinking about doing a movie trip to go see the new Linda Hamilton Terminator with your mother. Because your mother loves the Terminator. She loves the Terminator. She loves action movies. I actually had a very Jonesy afternoon i watched black panther followed up by you're gonna die did you watch the avengers I did. oh my I god did. which one infinity wars baby that's not the last one that's the one I that leads no, into it i literally have no idea i think you watched a good one is it the, does it end with josh brolin no uh no it ends on a on a somewhat devastating note. Yeah, the uh, the girl gets killed. Who's like, Josh Brolin? Is he the bad guy? Yeah, the purple monster. Oh. Uh, wait, so did you? does he kill her, the girl with the red hair? The and universe then, is dying. Yeah. Like yeah, he I got think, all the stones. Yeah, so that then leads into this new one that came out. So it's Infinity War and then it's like, oh, Endgame. It's too much. I mean, honestly, I was kind of half watching. Yeah. I was going in and out. That's how I watched it. And uh, I don't love those kind of movies. I love Black Panther for many obvious reasons. And then at the end of Black Panther, it said, 
that it comes back in Infinity War. So that's what made me watch it was that there was going to be like more Black Panther and Wakanda in. Yeah. Well, they're in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a ton. Oh, and then that lady dies. The spear lady dies, right? I don't think she does. Yeah, there's some crazy scenes in that. What it do you think? It just jumps of- around so fucking much. Yeah. And there's like so many goddamn storylines. It's just like. What do you think of what Martin Scorsese says about comic book movies? What does he say? He says that they are they're nothing more but than theme parks. They're the theme parks of the movie world. I mean, you know, he's been making a lot of the same movies for decades also that uh, you a saw lot of, the billboard. A lot of men would c- consider theme parks in a sort of way. Yeah. Violence theme parks. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Six Flags of stabbing Italians in the neck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, I love some of his movies, but like, get off your high horse. And I don't love comic book movies, obviously, but I just uh, what it's all nonsense. What was your reaction when we saw the billboard for the Irishman? And it was the billboard with Robert De Niro, Al Pacino <laughs> on there, and Joe Pesci. I said, "Oh, I'm so glad that they're finding roles for these hardworking actors." Yeah, that like they found a place for them. They found a place for those three those three men to shine. Yeah, they found their place. They found their place and like, and they're getting just such creative material mm-hmm. to keep working with and to collaborate together. It's just so nice. I do want to see that movie very badly though. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> uh, and let's talk about Oscar potential front runner. No way. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> I love we've we've seen promos for that. We've seen some trailers for that. And uh, your blood fucking boils. It's, I can hear your blood boiling when that comes on. It just is like everything I don't care about. The trailer should start off saying this is the story of men who are millionaires starring men who are millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up for the ride of your life. A movie no one asked for. Yeah, that's my new favorite line. The movies no one asked for. When you, which is what I said about when you're watching El Camino on yeah. Netflix. Who asked for this, I think I said. Yeah. <laughs> and I had that reaction when I discovered on Netflix. Because I watched, <laughs> I watched El Camino. I enjoyed it fine. Whatever. But then I see there's a documentary about the making of El Camino. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I just think like. Can we all move on with our lives? Go make something else after Breaking Bad. It was amazing. Now go make something else amazing. I will say with like comic book movies, that type of like fantasy violence doesn't bother me as much. And there is like, they're doing a better job of having like more women like it's sort of equal parts female males getting into these yeah. badass fights. But it, when it comes to movies like The Irishman, Ford versus Ferrari, or El Camino, Mr. Like, Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> oh God, that just looks like emotional blackmail. Yeah. Um, it's just like in Trump's America with all of the school shootings we've had, like the violence and the corrupt, like white men in power. Like I just 
I don't want to see. It's too much. I don't want to see like rich white men or violent white men doing anything. Like, I just don't want to see it. Yeah. It's just too much. I don't know what my thing is, though. I'm so you got attracted dark, toward it. You've got a dark like, soul. I was telling you, were we saying this on the podcast or was this just conversation? Like when I'm scrolling through my Apple News app, like <laughs> yes. the top five news stories that I will always click on is like school shooting. Yep. Want to read about it. Uh, murder, suicide, familial, familial side, I think is an actual word. Yep. Want to read it. Uh, boyfriend enlists friend to help him dispose of fiance's body. Give me every detail, People Magazine. But you're not alone. I mean, like true crime is such a huge thing these days. Yeah, Everybody like, loves it. Last which is night, so bizarre to me. I fell asleep to the soothing sounds of forensic files. Well, I guess I mean it's we're just fascinated by with, the macabre. By the macabre, but I think it's like similar to being fascinated by like sexual stuff that you're not familiar with too. It's just like so without, so beyond the realm of what everyday life feels like for most of us that it is interesting to try to understand like how people's minds tick, but it's just a little too much these days for, yeah. for me. Well, that's what I, I, was consciously trying to scale back on violent, like con- consuming violent material because when the Newtown shooting happened, I believe that's right when Breaking Bad was end- ending also. And I think I was kind of like having, I was trying to make this decision that I do think there is a connection between the all the violence that's available to watch and quote unquote enjoy and be entertained by and people's we're desensitized bloodlust for it uh so i don't want to contribute to that anymore so breaking bad will be the last violent thing i watch and that's just like (laughs) it never it never took cut to pints of ice cream and the most violent content you've ever seen yeah uh documentary about the nazi next door sure let's watch it yeah, that's why I kind of went down this rabbit hole today because there weren't any kids' movies I wanted to watch. You've seen them all. And this is... Uh, this oh, is, you know we get Disney Plus for free because I'm a Verizon Unlimited customer, so you can watch a lot of kids' Disney movies. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I really just want, like, elevated Pixar content. That's what Isn't I'm, Pixar a Disney company? I don't know if they are in direct. Who cares, right? The interesting thing about Disney <laughs> Plus, some of their films have a disclaimer at the beginning that says, uh, "This, uh, this, this film was made um, when social uh, some kind of disclaimer oh, like for their old movies." Yeah, like th- oh, that's funny. there were different social norms or different whatever it was. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I had this moment today. I think because I saw some dumb Verizon commercial promoting Verizon, uh, Disney plus, and they had like different people of all different ages and races talking about how they love Disney, like kill me. Uh, but they had like, I think there was like a Hispanic woman and a black woman talking about like, I love Disney because anyone can be a princess. And it's like, well, maybe in the past, like, 
10 to 15 years anyone can be a princess yeah. like and i just had the i just had a memory of like um i loved snow white so much because she was the only dark-haired brunette yeah princess and like i felt very connected to that because she was the only one i thought that kind of looked like me and then That's- i was just kind of thinking i was like yeah like so many young people, male, female, whatever, just don't like representation really does matter when you're that age. Like it means so much to you to like be able to see yourself in some of these fantastical characters. And that just like is not available to non-white people Mm. (laughs) for for a lot of it. I think they're trying to change it, but I was like, that's like, I, I don't know. I just had this flashback of like, oh yeah, that's like why Snow White was like so important to me. I think it's cute that you love Snow White as a child and as an adult when you became a raging cocaine addict. Oh. Oh. Peggy, did you hear that? You have that one, Disney Plus? You have that film? A 20-something Ross Aaron running around the West Village of New York City. I'm like, I'll fucking show you Snow White, you (laughs) fucking bitch. Let me in there. (laughs) Pounding at the stall door. I need to get in there. You can come in too. Just come on. (laughs) What a nut. What a nut. Well, anything else, hon? Yeah, I got something else. What do you got? (laughs) What do you got? I'm just trying to push you to your limit. You want to see me crack? Yeah, I want to see you lose your shit. Because you've been coming home to me just like when I'm working... I oh, come, yeah. There's been some full-on Don Rickles routines. <laughs> You're just like, and then listen about this fucking idiot. <laughs> well, it's not about coworkers, though. No. It's uh, usually about somebody you were driving behind, something like that. But I also know that you like when I'm like revved up like oh, that, yeah. that you'll, you'll enjoy the show. I actually think it might be good for me to have some of this recording equipment available. <laughs> At uh, the flip of a switch. It's all tales from the couch. I'm like snuggled up, blanket up around me. And I'm like, you got to hear this shit. <laughs> so then anyway, today and Peggy's being all sweet, cuddling oh. me as I'm just like popping off about how everyone's driving me fucking nuts. Are you feeling like hormonal differences now? Do you think? In my mood? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like I was last week for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm just more irritable. Like, I don't want to deal with people saying dumb things. Yeah. And like small talk is killing me on like a all time high. Yeah. One it's of all a- things I never like to begin with, but like, I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you text a friend of the show, Jen D mm-hmm. to see if that was normal? And what did she say? Uh, I well, I texted her from a lunch I was having, uh, and I was like, "Did you find while you were pregnant that you just wanted everyone to shut the fuck up and stop talking, and everyone is so annoying?" She was like, "Um, not specifically, but like, I hated being pregnant, and like everyone was annoying the whole time." I was like, "Okay, same, <laughs> same, same." Um. But you love your coworkers. I do. I get along with like, especially the inner circle. Mostly everyone that I work with, which is like what makes my job tolerable. Is that I yeah. like work with people that I really like. 
Um, but yeah, it's just me. I'm just like in a state. I'm in a state, hon. Yeah. I'm growing a baby. What did it say today on the dumb app? The bump. The bump says today my it's baby is the size of a tater tot. Oh, yeah, tater tot. Oh, my God. It's so cute. It's the size of a tater tot. And is it week nine? Yeah. So, yeah, it's the size of a tater tot. It's forming arm joints. Yeah, the fingers and the toes are formed. They're not webbed anymore. It is officially a fetus and not an embryo. Oh. That was a big transition this week. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, There's some other shit, but. (laughs) So, like, if you, I wonder, man, it's so crazy. It's like a little tiny Man. alien with weird joints and like a it's ta- so, still a tail. It's so, no tail fell off a couple weeks ago. And then it just eat, does it eat its own tail or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it goes. They didn't tell me. <laughs> it's just flowing around in the amniotic sac. Oh, Peggy, you're so cute. Our dog is so cute, everybody. She definitely prefers that we record our podcast on the couch. Yes. Because <laughs> when we're sitting at the table, she comes over. She's like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? That's let me, very true. Let me bite your feet. Here she's having no problem at all. Um. Well, I feel like this was a great ramble. Yeah, this we was covered, just a ramble. We covered a lot of topics. and This is just a ramble down Who Cares Avenue. And there'll probably be more rambles down the avenue because we haven't been good about booking guests. We'll get some guests. We'll get some guests. You guys want some guests? Let us know in the reviews. Call in. What are your suggestions? Call in. Uh, but this has been great, hon. Thanks for setting it up on the couch. Yeah, no problem. This is, uh, this is a good hang and... I feel like we're getting so much quality time on the couch together. Which you know is my absolute favorite. Yeah. And tonight I came home from a meeting, a secret book club meeting, <laughs> a cult meeting. It's not a cult. Uh, it's kind of a cult. And you said, thank you so much for just like letting me rest uh, and like not doing anything and not judging me for it or whatever you said. And I very heroically responded. I said... Honey, you are literally making a baby (laughs) and that is a miracle and that takes a lot of hard work from your body. Heroically, he responded. And therefore, you need your rest. Yeah, I like just stepped up as a good partner and man and an understanding, loving person. The humility of it all. I mean, I just I just think it's important to spell out to other people how they should be, you know? Yeah, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. No. Enough of this subpar bullshit. But also, like, men don't deserve accolades for just being, like, basic, decent humans. They don't? No. Where's my parade, (laughs) y'all? But I also want to thank you. I, like, left the house to go do some writing on my own at the coffee shop across the street. And I need that kind of time. And I need the permission to... Ditch out on you sometimes and ditch out as a father. Sure. And uh, I appreciate that. Guys, you want to vomit yet? Grab your bags. Oh, are we still recording? Grab your bags.
We're just doing um, prep for tomorrow's therapy. Oh, we yeah. like to write out some notes first. All right. It's been real. We'll see you guys on the flippity flop. <laughs> flim flam shim sham. The flim flam on the shim sham. Good night. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs>